Ryan Day showed up at the Woody ready to break some news about Ohio State. It was once again not the kind anybody was hoping for or expecting. That is Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham, and I'm Austin Ward. These are snap judgments in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Right off the top, uh, Court Williams, ah, I don't know what to say. It is heartbreaking. Another season-ending injury uh, for the Ohio State uh, defensive back slash linebacker slash future president and captain. Uh, tough tough break maybe that puts a block o on his jersey because the kid never gives up but he's got an acl injury that will end his season on top of that uh reserve tight end bennett christian tested positive for a banned substance and he will miss this season as well and ohio state has not named a starting quarterback there we go bill talk to you next time uh yeah i think they're fine at tight end um they're fairly deep there although joe royer has also not been practicing so maybe the absence of bennett christian is a bigger deal than than we're making it out to be, but I, I think they're going to be okay there. Um, and yeah, it just sucks for court. Like court was out here two weeks ago or 10 days ago, whatever it was talking about going through multiple shoulder surgeries. And as he's doing that, you can like see the scar on his knee from his first ACL surgery. And just, he felt really bad for him. They had missed so much time, but you were also excited. And, and he was excited to be out here doing some stuff again, playing a little linebacker, maybe finding some kind of role to, to help the defense out. And then this happens. And, um, it is not, I mean, he's not the first guy to come through here. Who's been setback after setback after setback with injuries, but, um, it's never fun to hear. And in fact, it's rather heartbreaking. Court is one of my favorite people I've ever covered, and it is just heartbreaking. Again, like, I don't know how injuries know to follow one person mm -hmm. around. I guess in some ways, like, that person takes one for the team like, in, yeah. in some capacity. Um, not that that's any consolation for um, for yeah. Court and his family who are waiting, you know, four years of, of trying to get on the field. Um, it's heartbreaking. Uh, but similar to Johnny Dixon, similar to a guy like Cameron Babb, it does seem to happen generally to the one guy who is mentally strong enough to handle it, which I guess is the blessing here. There's very few people in this locker room who are more um, rooted in real things and, and, and mentally tough than Court Williams. And uh, I guess that's the silver lining, I suppose. But it sucks for him. And on the tight end front, it's, it is interesting because of Joe Royer's absence. Now, he, he was out here on Friday mm -hmm. dressed, but didn't have his helmet, um, was not practicing. And Ryan Day said on, on Monday he has not been practicing a lot. So it, it is interesting that you start to see a potential way for the yeah. Jelani Thurman experiment to, to have more um, legs to it than maybe we would have anticipated heading into a season where you thought he was fifth on the depth chart. Now, all of a sudden, you're talking third. Um, and, and obviously Sam Hart's still in there. So you got six guys, and now you're down one and a half for the rest of camp probably. Yeah, Ryan Day tried to head some of that off by talking about uh, Joel Royer was not in a long-term injury situation. They were hoping to get him back uh, in the days ahead, and then talking plenty about G. Scott, um, certainly recognizing the talent that we've all seen from Jelani Thurman. But again, uh, the broken record of tight end has having to be able to block a defensive end while also running routes in the – development nature of that position we'll see but as you said Burnham, i mean at least th there is a pathway that is open for him more than maybe we would have projected two weeks ago and it is telling even in that discussion that sam hart's name was not brought up by ryan day so uh, you think you know he was pretty clear kate stover is the guy he said he's going to be a very important part of the offense but beyond that i i always appreciate when ryan day like seasons his words a little bit he said there g is doing things that we can trust him in some things right now like that was the case a year ago, and then you found out in, in the biggest moment of the year when he lost his cool and made a big mistake. So I think that they're always like kind of walking on eggshells when it comes to some of the, the positions on the team. 
They know what they have with Cade Stover, and beyond that, tight end remains somewhat a mystery. Cade Stover, I think, was really the only starter that's been named. Yes, he was. I, I think we he did not name any starters on the offensive line. I want to make that clear. Not not he position walked, by position. He not walked, position. We, yeah, walked we up know to the Josh Fryer starting. We up. we got pretty far down the road on Josh Fryer. I think is likely to be this team starting right tackle and not left tackle. Which is shocking. And that Josh slash Jimmy Simmons feels more than likely to be the team starting left tackle. Uh, was a little more wishy-washy, I think, on center. I think we all expect that to be Carson Hinsman eventually, but Ryan Day is not ready to anoint him just yet. But you're right. It wasn't a declarative, here are our starting tackles, but it was a catch you next week when we name the starting tackles. We did get a firm <laughs> answer on the Josh slash Jimmy. Jimmy Simmons does not exist except for in this building. So our job is to still call him Josh. I don't want to call him Jimmy. I'm... It sort of like goes back to JTT and his reticence to a, you know, don't call me that. I'm JT or Jalen. Okay. So what we need is Josh Simmons to again come out and say, it's okay. I'm going to be Jimmy. Or don't do that. Only my teammates can call me Jimmy and I'm not going to the courthouse to change my name. (laughs) I'll call him whatever he wants to be called. Yeah, we, that's hopefully right. we'll it's talk up, to him on Tuesday. It's up to them. We're, we're figuring out next this time next week, we're calling him starting left tackle. Ooh, left tackle. And then figure out the rest. But yeah. it seems like Ryan Day is really reluctant to dive too far into who's going to be starting opposite Josh Fryer. Like he brought up again Luke Montgomery, again Tegra Shabola, and Jim uh, Josh Simmons. We're not hearing the names on Mahalski. Uh, yep. That's the second time in a row where we've talked today where he's listed people but not mentioned it. Um, and we're not hearing the name George Fitzpatrick. So those guys, I think we can reasonably assume, are out of that fight right now. But it does seem to be a three-person a three person battle uh, for the left tackle spot. I guess there was one other person who uh, earned a starting designation, which was Travion Henderson. Yeah, that was pretty emphatic. Um Part of that, I guess, is like Mayan Williams being a little dinged up. Ryan Day said they expect him and Tyleek Williams, for that matter, to be back shortly. So it's not a long-term thing. But there was a delineation between, like, Trevion has had a great offseason, great camp. He's kind of our guy. And then lumping Mayan Williams in with the rest of the group, saying we'll find work for all those guys, too. So that was interesting. I don't I don't know that I'm surprised by that. I think we'd all assume that healthy Trevion is this team's number one running back. But that was a little more emphatic than I would have expected. We had conversations Clear. in here with the running backs what eight eight days ago yeah nine days ago however many days ago and there were there was a palpable buzz about the difference in Travion Henderson and I've said it over and over like if this if he's the guy that we think he can be this offense can not only be improved greatly over what it was a year ago which is pretty good but he can be the centerpiece of an offense even with players like Marvin Harrison and Rebecca Buke on it because the quarterback situation remains so fluid and I don't want to say volatile, but like we don't have a surefire answer. And if you have a, a, a stud top two or three running back in the country ready to go, you can lean on him while the quarterbacks get figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was a coincidence that the thing that Ryan Day wanted to praise most was the vision and, and finding the holes and hitting it. I mean, everyone already knows that Travion Henderson is one of the fastest dudes around, that he is uh, as tough as they come and willing to play through injury and can run away from just about anybody on any football field. But the th- the put. Pl- the thing that got him in trouble was relying too much on that athleticism and not w- playing within the system at times. And again, the evaluation is hard because Ohio State and the coaching staff felt that way, that he wasn't maximizing out what they were asking from him a year ago. But, well, he was also injured. So, it, you know, it was, which one was it really more than the other? 
if you've addressed both of those this offseason, well, that's pretty scary. Yeah, he, he said he feels – I asked him when we talked to him, I said, uh, at what point – or how, how much of a gap was there for you to close – once you got off the injury to like being a real self again, he's like, it wasn't that much. I took the boot off and I ran and I was good. So, uh, but maybe he shouldn't have done that, but he is very confident in his abilities. Um, did some track workouts in the, in the summer, worked on that explosion, the foot speed, the long speed, like he's, he's got all that. And, and I really do think we did not in the moment last year really appreciate how much the foot injury sort of wiped out all of his other skill set. We had no idea. Yeah, well, they didn't tell us. They didn't tell us about it, right? So, But I think if, if you think back on it now, it's like, oh, why did he miss that hole? Part of it is probably because he didn't trust his physical ability to get there. So he just tried to bounce it out instead and got himself in trouble. But now if he trusts that he can get to the spots he needs to get to and then actually picks the right place and gets there, like, I don't know, he's a home run threat every time he touches the ball. I think Trevion is a guy who's always had a very serious disposition about him, but he seems... In, in personal conversation with him when we had him out here at the table, um, however many days ago, like there's a different level of focus, like in his eyes, you can see it. And I, it's rare, I think, in a, in a world where you're surrounded by high, high level athletes. In a world. In a world where <laughs> top athletes are everywhere. Like you can still see a differentiation between the guys who are like bought, bought in all the way versus the guys who are here because they enjoy being an Ohio State football player. And I, some somewhere along the last six, eight months, that light switched for Draymond Anderson. And I think Ohio State will uh, benefit for it. You know what I think makes him scary? It's not that seriousness, because that's what, since the moment we met him, we've seen that. It's the smile. Yeah. It's like he knows something <laughs> that the He's rest of the secret. world is about to find in a world. I know, Tracy. Uh, <laughs> they said, uh, Ryan did say like they... They need to get him to Bloomington, right? They, like, they did not ride him a lot in the scrimmage on Saturday. He did, however, mention Evan Pryor. I think that's the second straight time we talked to Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first time he was asked about him directly, but two times in a row now, Ryan Day has been fairly effusive in his praise of Evan Pryor, which uh, Let's do the math here. got my antennas up a little bit. Antennas, Evan Pryor antennas going up. Okay. Quarterback concerns, wildcat time. There you go. Okay, well, we're here. Do you think that there are concerns? I guess I have to say... My bold prediction is not going to come true. Ryan Day wants to go through this week and then evaluate. He said maybe there had been a chance if his press conference had been Wednesday that he would have been You ready. ruined it. And you I, blew it. I you believe blew. that? I, no. <laughs> I think that... You guys, know, you guys know how I feel. I think that he knows who the starting quarterback is. I think, he's, I think he, he said today there are leaders in the clubhouse in certain positions, and I don't think that he's talking about the kicker, okay? Like, he's talking about the quarterback. Now, the question is, can the presumptive leader, who we all believe Comicord is the presumptive leader, can Comicord take the next step and shut that door? Or is Devin Brown able to hit, you know, uh, pocket aces on the river? <laughs> well, Berman, in the, the leader in the clubhouse, that's a golf reference. Yeah. So he doesn't need to gamble There's only one card on the river. Poker. Yeah, exactly. The final <laughs> card. He's getting two aces on the river? Yeah, I'm mean, like he had a, an ace in his hand. And then he, <laughs> if he had two aces, that's pocket aces. No, but like, he can't get pocket anything on the river. I'm really good at gambling, um, but that's not the point. The point is, this week is Devin he, Brown would have four of a kind. Would have to go make birdie birdie eagle finish. That's what I think. What sport are we talking about? <laughs> Gamble golf is poker a sport? Uh, we all I'm understand. Have to say no. We all understand skill. what I'm trying to say. Okay, we don't need to be semantics about it. We You're know t- what I'm trying to say. He has to finish strong, and Kyle McCord has to come out here and shut the door. I'm pretty confused about the quarterback. Um, 
I honestly, I don't, I don't know what to think. I think, I think on one hand, it's like he probably believes that Kyle will be the starter and he's doing everything to make sure that Kyle is locked in and like, let him know like this kid is on your tail, Devin Brown, you're the starter, but you're not pulling away from this thing. And we need you at your best when the time, by the time the game comes, I think that is certainly a possibility, if not the likelihood of what, of what's happening. I asked Ryan Day this too. Like, part of me thinks the fact that no one has quote like blown the thing out of the water yet. I think is the, is the day that or the words that Ryan Day used. I don't know. Can be seen as a little bit of an indictment on Kyle McCord, can it? He's the guy who's been here a year longer, who's played in games, who has a start under his belt, has thrown passes in games. Like on some level, I feel like he he should have slammed the door already, and maybe he has. And Ryan Day's playing games to motivate. I I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't. I still don't think it's a problem because I think whichever one of them starts is going to be good. Um, but I don't have any clarity on it. I do believe that there is some gamesmanship happening here with Ryan Day. I, I know the other day I said, I believe him that this is a tight battle, and I still think both things can be true. But I, I think in his mind, in his mind's eye, he understands that Kyle McCord is the likely starter. And unless something happens, like Devin Brown going out there and hitting three birdies and an eagle in the final four holes. On the river. Like, on the river, <laughs> on the flop, then... then Kyle McCord will be the starting quarterback, but I don't think there's any value in telling Kyle McCord today you're the starting quarterback for anyone. I don't think it helps anyone. And I think now if maybe a week from now or or 10 days from now, when you're starting to get into Indiana game prep, totally different. But right now, like who cares if he names a starter? Why? I, I know it's the, the cool thing to talk about whenever you have a quarterback controversy, like we have to talk about it, but, I don't think it actually helps Kyle McCord to be named a starter. I don't think it helps Devin Brown for Kyle McCord to be named a starter. And I don't think it helps the team to have us because I, I we're still 10 days of, of like actual camp ahead of us. I just don't see the value. So I think that it's gamesmanship, but I think that there's a reason for it because there is nothing benefited by saying, okay, Kyle's the starter because then you get a, uh, a dejected, worse version of Devin Brown, potentially. You get a Kyle McCord who maybe yeah. then rests on his laurels a little bit and says, ooh, I can take a deep breath. Like, there's no value to it because if he names Kyle the starter today and then he goes out and sucks the next three days, then Devin Brown will be the starter. So, yeah. yeah. We are still just – so it's the 14th. Justin Fields, who had no competition, still wasn't named a starter until the 19th. And C.J. Stroud, Stroud had very little competition, wasn't named a starter until the 21st. There's 19 days until Ohio State plays their first game. I don't think it matters if he named a starter today, and I don't think he would name one on Wednesday either. I think next Monday or next Tuesday, whenever we see Ryan. The next time we talk to him after the scrimmage. Will be the day he announces a starter either way. And I think that was probably always the plan. All right. That works. So get ready for that uh, in about a week's time. It'll be the Tuesday, the 22nd, that Ryan Day speaks again. Uh, another scrimmage at the end of this week. But there will be a lot more coverage coming on the podcast throughout this week. There will be offensive linemen on Tuesday, tight ends on Wednesday, Thursday, defensive line. So get ready for all that. Beef well, week? We call it beef this week? This is beef week. Beef week. Uh, and it is brought to you uh, by Stover Farms. <laughs> so uh, enjoy all of that coverage. We have oh, so much more coming your way, I promise. All you can eat. Beef Week. That is Bill and Berm. I'm Austin. Thanks for joining us for Snappy Jays. We'll talk to you later.